Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Freedom Caucus podcast. Glad to have you on board with us today. As our mission, as always, is to help provide you a little inside scoop as to what's happening in the Beltway of Washington, D.C. And so we're glad to have you. Today, we've got a very, very special program, and I'm, I'm honored to, to be able to, to be a part of this and to share it with you. I have a couple of my closest friends up here on Capitol Hill who are joining me today, both obviously members of the Freedom Caucus, and we are in the process of passing the baton. So I have with me today Congressman Mark Meadows, our current chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, who is just wrapping up a little over two years of being our chairman. He has been an absolutely courageous, fearless leader and has done a phenomenal job. And to, today, really next week officially, he is going to be passing the baton to our other guest, Congressman Andy Biggs from Arizona. And we are looking forward to his leadership in the, in the years to come. So this edition is all about a conversation of, uh, from Mark to Andy, and we are honored to be able to bring each of you into this conversation and share a little bit of what's happening here. So uh, both of you, welcome. Glad to have you here. Uh, great to be with you, Jody. And as always, thanks for uh, giving uh, the listeners kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on here in the, the Freedom Caucus and on Capitol Hill. Yeah, thanks, Jody. It's good to be with you. Good to be with Mark, and and I'm looking forward to some fun conversation this morning. Yes, I am too. So, Mark, let's begin with you. You have been the chairman now for over two years, really uh, two years and some change, and you have done an absolutely phenomenal job helping us lead through some pretty challenging battles on some legislative issues and uh, and issues from multiple perspectives. What's what's it been like? Well, uh, Jody, I think uh, you know we were before we were getting set up for this podcast. I said, "Well, you want me to be honest?" And, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I think for a lot of us in the in the Freedom Caucus, you know, having that transparency and that honesty with the people that we have the privilege of representing is what we're all about. And and so to be honest, it's probably the hardest baton passing. You know, I'm 60 years old, and uh, I can remember with the Freedom Caucus when. Uh, Jim Jordan and I, I was sitting in, I still remember, I was sitting in an apartment here in Washington, D.C., and I said, you know, if we're going to lose, I want to lose in an organized fashion. And uh, I called Jim Jordan, and I said, uh, I, I, I think we got to get a group together. And at that point, we were just hoping to have nine or ten people. Uh, and uh, so I called him. I said, I'm going to call these four people. You call these four people. Uh, you know, let's see... Uh, if we can get a group together that are willing to fight for the forgotten man and woman. And uh, it started from there. Obviously, Jim Jordan was our first chairman. Uh, and that was that was really uh, not only an important decision, but one that, that gave us a mooring to uh, someone who's willing to fight. Uh, you know, uh, Jim, uh, there's no one. The president says, you know, 129 and one, 128 and one, you know, and, and what that refers to is the fact that he only lost one wrestling match when he was in college. <laughs> uh, and so the president refers to him. He says, now, you know, he's tough. He, he never loses. And uh, the president comes back and he goes, well, what can you imagine what that one guy was like that beat him? But but this is this is a hard transition for me. You know, when you're in the fight and you have the people that uh, 
uh, you you really are fighting for, and and people come up all across the country, and um, and and they'll pat you on the back and say, "Listen, the Freedom Caucus is the only hope that we have of taking back our our government and really allowing liberty and freedom to uh, excel." Uh, and it would be a lot harder if I was not passing it to such uh, a good team. You and 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 uh, Chairman Elect Biggs. Uh, uh, I have no doubt that not only will it it uh, go on, but it will flourish. And and that's the great thing about leadership. Uh, we have a real good example uh, of uh, George Washington, who who could have been president for as, as long as he lived, and and yet he knew that there was a time for him uh, to make sure that uh, that experiment of uh, a republic. Actually, the, the mantle was passed, and uh, and for me, this is just uh, not to try to put it on that level at all, but I have no doubt, no doubt that not only will the Freedom Caucus flourish, uh, but we'll add to the ranks under um, Chairman Biggs' leadership, under your leadership. Listen, this podcast was, was an idea of yours where you basically came together and said, we've got to start telling the story, and so... So I'm encouraged, but uh, but if I'm truthful, it's um, it, it, it's uh, next week's going to be a real real hard day for me. Well, it, and it will for all of us. And Andy, I want to come to you here in just a few moments. But Mark, um, you've had a lot of experiences, and um, it, I, I, it's very difficult to even begin to imagine what you've been through. You as chairman, and I know Andy is going to experience this in a new way too. You're shot at. Uh, there's um, battles behind the scenes that even those of us in the Freedom Caucus cannot even begin to be aware of in the position you've had. So be it the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, I'd, I'd like for you to share one or two stories about what it's been like being the chairman, and also if you could share a story with the president. I think it's um, uh, good for our people to hear I don't think there's anyone on Capitol Hill who has a better relationship with the president than you do. You're a very close friend and confidant of him. And just what is he like that uh, would be a good story that our, our listeners would, would enjoy hearing? Uh, Jody, I think probably the biggest thing for me is, is uh, what a lot of people don't see is the sacrifices that so many of our Freedom Caucus uh, members make. Uh, when they come and they join, uh, they make the priority of representing their district, representing the people that voted for them. Uh, and as you know, uh, both of you know up here, uh, the minute you get here, you know, they're going to whine and dine you and try to convince you to give give uh, really the, the swamp two things, the voting card and your money. Uh, and, and when uh, that happens uh, and, and you go against that, uh, it can be real lonely, uh, and yet some of the greatest friendships, you, you mentioned uh, that earlier, some of the greatest friendships I have, I, I know that if I'm down, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be debating a, a bill on the floor uh, later, and, and uh, you know, I just sent out a, an email to uh, our caucus. I have no doubt that I'm going to have plenty of people there to fill the time to debate it because they they don't shy away from a fight. Uh, and that's what the president, that's what the president <laughs> sees. Uh, you know, I've been on both sides with the president. Is it probably right. the most stressful time for, for me was um, during the health care debate. 
Paul Ryan had a particular bill that he uh, wanted to get across the finish line that wouldn't lower premiums, that uh, would have maybe given us something that we said we did something, but it would have actually gone the other way. And I, the president was new. I kept telling the president, uh, you know, this is not good for you. It's not good for the American people. And, uh, and he kept saying, yeah, but we're going to get something in bucket three. Now, uh, for those of the, that are listening, it was bucket one, bucket two, and bucket three. And, and one of those, we kicked the bucket. Yeah, we exactly. And, you know, and so uh, in bucket one, that was the only thing that we were assured of. And it actually increased premiums. But in bucket three, we were going to be able to lower premiums. And that was going to happen sometime in the future. And I said, Mr. President... <laughs> There's something in bucket three, but it didn't lower premiums. <laughs> and uh, uh, so that was a tough time. But uh, but I think probably the other is um, I, I remember one particular night he had called from Air Force One and we were going back and forth on a funding bill and uh, there wasn't enough votes. This when we were the majority. Uh, there was uh, 60 or 70 people there. And, and, and I said, Mr. President, uh, we just can't be for this funding bill without a, a couple of amendments. And, uh, and uh, he says, well, well, what are those? And so you know, our caucus got together. We talked about it. And, and the headlines kept saying, you know, no way the bill passes. No way the bill passes. No way the bill passes. You know, on every single uh, publication. And uh, so he had called, and, and he said, well, if, if those are the only two things you're wanting, we, we can get those in there. I'll commit to make sure that we get those things in there. I said, well, if you can commit to that, we can commit to vote for it. And so the next thing you know, uh, we're passing it out of the House, and he says, you know, Melania looked at me and says, well, well what happened? And he says, well, it was those freedom guys. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and the, the, he just refers to us as, as guys and freedom guys. And, and really, uh, it's a relationship that is unbelievably uh, uh, genuine on his part. Uh, he, he loves this country. And because of that, we love him. And we're, we're going to fight for him. That's awesome. Well, Andy, we are thrilled to see the baton being passed to you as well. I know it comes with a degree of uh, fear and trepidation as well because you've seen two great chair chairmen ahead of you, Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows, and, and that mantle now being passed to you. Uh, those of us on the outside are thrilled uh, to see uh, you take that position. Uh, what are your thoughts coming into it? Well, thanks, Jody. The, I guess the first thoughts are, are you know, um, Jim and, and Mark are, you guys are American heroes, man. I mean, just so you think about that it. That is true. Yeah. Uh, you're right. I can't go any place in this country without somebody saying, you guys are the last best hope. Yep. Um, so I, I, I think what you guys did is fantastic. Impossible to, to duplicate in many ways, but... Uh, you know, we'll struggle. I'll struggle along, bumble along, but we have somehow. To, I don't think that'll be a struggle. For no, you. it's not yeah, going to be yeah, a struggle, yeah. man. You're yeah, ready to no, roll. No, we've we've got to, you know we've got a great caucus though. I mean, it's the best guys in Congress. So what do you what do you see going forward? What are some of the ideas, some thoughts that you have for the Freedom Caucus? Well, I mean, first of all, you're the you're kind of our communications guy, and I think the 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 way we're going to move with communication and social media and increase our presence there nationally is important to. Uh, grow the brand, but more than, more than grow the brand, spread the freedom message. Yep. And I think that's going to be great. So you'll be great there. And then Warren Davidson from Ohio is on the, he's the um, uh, policy guru in the, in, the, in the group. And he's, he and I have met and he's got some great ideas on where we're going to go to 
to uh, be some real, be proactive on a couple of policies. We don't have to be proactive on everything, but we can find a couple of, of things that we all agree on we can actually take a lead on because uh, sometimes, and I don't want to say, say this derisively, but sometimes in our, in our conference outside the caucus, we don't, we're, we're reactive rather than proactive, and here's an opportunity for us to be proactive on things and uh, that's great. And I think we need to do, we need to help bring back the, the majority of this house, which will also provide us a, a great lever for the uh, Freedom Caucus. And what do you think is necessary for that to happen? Yeah, I'm talking about get, regaining the majority. Yeah, I think, I think uh, the Freedom Caucus is doing a good job uh, uh, meeting with people who, want, who are interested in the Freedom Caucus, who want to serve in Congress. In other words, there's some recruitment of candidates that goes on. And then and then once we step out there, there's there's other issues that where we can provide resources and, and look for resources and, and spread that narrative and that message throughout. And and you know it resonates with the American people today. And I will just tell you that if we if if we can get people to be courageous enough to stand with this president, they'll win their elections. Yeah, and and it's interesting to me and Mark. I know you you have have seen this a lot. I have as well. And I think Andy probably you. I'm stunned sometimes at the number of candidates out there who call, who reach out uh, to me, uh, and and I know probably more so to to you guys. I know Mark, you, but people really who are looking to run for Congress almost know they need the support of the Freedom Caucus if they want to have a chance, and that's a that's a powerful uh, role and position and opportunity that we have to help shape what the next Congress is going to look like. Yeah, and I mean, that's exactly right. When I first came in um, to Congress, I went, you, you want to be on a committee, so you meet with the establishment guys who are the steering committee, and you go in, and and the question that they all asked me is, are you going to be a Freedom Caucus guy? Seriously. And, I, and I'm like, well, uh, if I haven't been invited yet, but if I am, I will, I will gladly join the Freedom Caucus. Some of them were, were okay with that. But I remember one guy gave me a 20-minute swear word-filled um, tongue-lashing for even considering joining the Freedom Caucus. I think that is changing. And th that's thanks to Mark and Jim and, and, and people like you, Jody. And so I think that gives us more power in the caucus, and that translates to more people outside the caucus and conference considering running for office. They want to come in and say they want to be part of the Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus band, band, uh, brand has really grown and is really strong. And, um, you know, I think the president understands very clearly that there are some people who were first to have his back and last to have his back, and that's Freedom Caucus. Yep. Mark, what would you say to that as well? Because I know uh, you and Jim, everybody wants to to get y'all's approval. And, and we've had some experiences where folks run – uh, on the backs of Freedom Caucus, and then they get here and they fold. Tell me it's not so, Jody. Tell me it's not so. That's so sad. Uh, you know, uh, listen, uh, we have had that, and uh, what happens is is everybody uh, wants the Freedom Caucus endorsement when it comes to a primary. Uh, when they get here to Washington D.C., they want to they they want to go along to get along. You know, I've often said, uh, and I think I've shared with you before, maybe even on this podcast, you know, a, a lot of members have the backbone of a banana. 
I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it has good uh, structure until you peel it back. That and still back grown uh, during the primary. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they are strong in the primary. They're not uh, as strong when they get here to Washington, D.C. And I think uh, what the American people are looking for is someone who is genuine. So uh, here's, here's what I would say is sometimes it does cost. In fact, freedom always costs mm-hmm. something. Yes. And uh, for us to think that we're going to be able to fight for freedom and liberty and it not cost us anything, well, why, why should we look at it that way? Uh, you know, we look at, uh, in, in our sacrifice, pales in comparison to the men and women who are willing to put their lives on the line uh, to, to fight for freedom. And so I'm worried because I don't get the committee assignment. Listen. Uh, I, I've had the Oversight and Government Reform Committee since I got here. Now, they, they put you on that committee because they look at it and say, well, he can't raise any money. Uh, so two things have happened. I've been blessed. One is is I don't have a problem raising money. Uh, two is I've been able to fight the fight from that perch on Oversight and Government Reform each and every day. And and you know what? it it. That's what they want. They want fighters. And, you right. know, Jody, you, you serve with me on oversight. Uh, uh, Andy's on judiciary. Listen, there are not two greater committees to be on, to, to be right. on from a standpoint of fighting for this president. And, and yet what I do see is um, just like with anything else, there's real and there's counterfeit. And so for us, uh, that's why this vetting process of, and, and you're right, we, you know, you and I met with a candidate just yesterday. And so uh, it's finding those who are willing to be there and are willing to pay the cost. And if they're willing to pay the cost, and I don't want a, an allegiance to the Freedom Caucus, I want allegiance to their district. Right. If they'll vote their district, I promise you, uh, we would have 100 Freedom Caucus members if they just voted their district. See, I never, I never understood this this idea of people they they want to come in and run as a freedom caucus because a person because they think that's going to help them win the primary, right? And then they get here, and they they basically leave the freedom caucus ideals. They go somewhere else, get with the establishment folks, and the idea is to come here to get reelected so you could abandon your principles, and that's why you're. Seeking re-election, just it's inconsistent in in uh, you know, quite frankly, in your character and your principles. So here's the interesting thing: is so they get on committee so that they can raise money, so that they can vote opposite of their constituents, so that they can spend that same money that they raise convincing people they didn't vote that way. Exactly right. That's a, that's a beautiful way of saying it. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, we're going to have to listen to that two or three times, but I think it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. It really is true. One of the first things you're told when you come up here is your number one job is to be reelected. And then, yeah. they, then they begin telling you how to do that. And it's basically, as you said, Mark, surrender your voting card, surrender your money uh, so that you can get on the committee. Uh, they'll put you on the committee that you, they say you'll have a lot of influence there and you can do what you want to do. And it, uh, it just doesn't work that way. You're either going to be loved in Washington and hated back home or you're going to be loved back home and really hated up here in Washington. And that's the message that's that so needs true. to come across. That is so true. I thought I was loved everywhere, and that's just a bummer. Well, we love you here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe no one else in Washington will, yeah. Andy, but we're, we're, we got your back. Yeah, if I have one person who loves me in D.C., that's good. That's good enough. <laughs> well, you got to start well, somewhere. Well, I've often said if you want a friend in D.C., you better get a dog. Get a dog. <laughs> get a <laughs> dog. Uh, go dogs. Is that what you're both saying? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
no. Well, listen, folks, that's all the time we have uh, for this podcast. Uh, Mark and Andy, I want to thank you all so much for joining us, your phenomenal leadership, uh, both of you in the past and in the future, uh, from the perspective of the Freedom Caucus and our country. Uh, thank you both. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Well, listen, uh, folks, that's all the time we have. I want to thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you enjoyed this program, please take time to rate it, subscribe to it, and review this podcast on iTunes or SoundClouds. And for more information on Freedom Caucus and the content that we have, go to facebook.com slash Freedom Caucus and on Twitter at Freedom Caucus. Until next time, hope you have a fantastic remainder of your day. We'll see you next time.